You are listening to Wisdom Nuggets. My name is Alita McDaniel and I am your host. It's been a while since I've been on here with you guys. Uh, Lots has happened. And so today's topic is about a reconnection for me with my passion and with my purpose. Our topic today, surrender. How I went from LAX to Machu Picchu in 24 hours. So it's Sunday night, April 15th, and I have just declared that I'm capable to take a trip to Machu Picchu the following day. Obviously, I didn't sleep that night. There was no time to waste in overthinking or analyzing how the trip should look or flow. No time. My first of three flights was set to leave at 11 a.m. from LAX the following day, Monday. So I had to figure out what vaccines, if any, visas, warm clothes, etc., I would need to make this a successful adventure. Come Monday morning, 7 a.m., I was sitting in Starbucks with my mom on the way to the airport talking about how I felt about the trip. Oddly, I felt more at ease than I had in a very long time. There's interestingly just something about me living life by the seat of my pants that soothes me. See, this trip wasn't just about taking a trip to a place I've always wanted to go. It was more about me conquering something in me that I had yet to conquer, which was a need for permission to live life to the fullest. Perfectionism. And, you know, while we all have demons, some are more intricate and more powerful than others, mine, toxically, has always been this need for permission to take action and grow, right? That it's okay to make a mistake. It's okay for it to not be perfect. It's okay for it to not... For me to not have control of the way it looks. And so thankfully, I've done fairly well in my life, despite this, which is cool. However, it's created a huge void in my life of waiting for just the right time in far too many cases. And if there's anything I've learned in life, and especially from this trip, when I surrender to what can be, now is just the right time. And Source validates it to me every single time. So I called this trip my Celestine Prophecy because from start to finish of this trip, it was truly spirit-driven and of course it was to Peru. (laughs) So as I really wanted to learn to surrender through this trip, I didn't plan it out fully on that Sunday night. I made an agreement with myself that I would have everything I needed at my fingertips once I actually arrived. And I must say, it all worked out beautifully. Come Tuesday morning, I arrived in Cusco, Peru with only a few hours of sleep that I'd managed to catch at the Lima airport during my layover. I was tired, dehydrated, and so ready for a shower. (laughs) However, no time for that. I found a booth at the airport with the travel agency who had arranged my trip from the airport to Machu Picchu. And within 30 minutes, I was in a taxi with my sales rep heading to catch my first bus. The first bus ride was long and bumpy, and I was really just working to take it all in. The beautiful rolling hills, The bulls, randomly, wild, feasting on grass with no fences, the street dogs everywhere, and the beautiful stone-paved roads. It was all so new and beautiful to me with all of its old historic character. At our first stop, getting ready to get on a train, we ended up in Oyente Tambo. And everyone told me that ahead of time that I should sip on coca tea when I got there because it was going to help me with potential altitude sickness. So far, so good. However, I continue to sip on the tea. Now, I ended up hanging out by this beautiful stream and just enjoying the moment 
FaceTiming with some of my coaches and I ended up missing my connecting train by about one minute. No worries though. The people at Inca Rail were super helpful. They fit me on the next train without hesitation and a complete meal for lunch, which was cool. And the train took us to this beautiful place that felt like Shangri-La called Aguascalientes. Now, during the train ride, I actually bonded with my travel mates, the people who sat across from me. Super awesome, like randomly, really total vibing with me who really felt like soul family. And so once we arrived, I committed to seeing them again without hesitation or even exchanging contact info because I knew in my heart, like, I'll meet you again. (laughs) And if I could make it this far on this trip with pure conviction, I could easily manifest another encounter, right? So the final bus ride after that train was on this crazy, windy, steep and really super narrow mountain road. And I met with my tour guide at the very top dropped off my duffel bag at the bag check since I had yet to get to my hotel. And I was actually there, Machu Picchu, in just over 24 hours from when I left LAX. I'm still in awe of how fast this trip happened. My tour guide uh, actually took me around for about three hours in the city, the actual ancient city of Machu Picchu. And I stopped periodically just to gaze in wonder at the incredible thought and skill and intuitive power that was used to build this amazing site. Three hours for me was so not enough. And of course, you know, I'll be going back later this year for the four day hike of the actual Inca trail. Now I stopped to take pictures for documentation, though I really wanted more to feel the energy from the homes and the temples and just the walls. I'd place my hands on a structure to see what imagery I could get from the past and what emotions I could sense from the people who lived there. Needless to say, I didn't get much sleep that night either. Arriving at my hotel around 11 p.m. that night, I felt like I had really like not even time to think or breathe much since I had left LAX the day before. So it was really tough for me to sleep. I woke up to breakfast prepared by a cook in-house at my hotel, which was the Weefala Thematic Hotel. I highly recommend it. Super awesome. Bed and breakfast, actually. And I slept for a few more hours before venturing out to tour the Basilica Catedral that was actually in Cusco. Beautiful, beautiful, incredible. Wow. (laughs) And I was really bummed that they didn't let me take pictures inside because As far back as I can remember, I've been fascinated by cathedrals and spiritual culture. So, you know, of course I was ooing and aahing at every turn. Now, a quick bite at a local organic cafe that I just happened to find and walk by um, to round off my afternoon and, and then I headed back to my hotel to get packed up and on my way to the airport that fast. I get to the airport and I actually did run into my train buddies from the day before and as fate would have it, they missed their flight and ended up on my flight. And also, as fate would have it, we had two hours that our plane was delayed to sit and chat about life and relationships and purpose. And like, no joke, I made friends for life. It was amazing. So by the time we got to Lima, I raced from the gate to the check-in counter to check in for my next flight. And because of a glitch that was now the second glitch in my flights from booking online, I found out I had now a 24 hour layover in the Lima airport. (laughs) Now I decided at that point 
that I would just focus on work because there was a lot to get done and here I was just taking this impromptu trip and I really wasn't working much in all of that travel and having fun. So I decided to spend the day in the airport. However, why not take the time to adventure into the restaurants? Maybe a piece go sour at midnight? Why not? And as I started reflecting on my adventure and everything that was happening so fast, I really wasn't able to process. So I slept for about three hours on the tile floor, along with many others who were stranded overnight. And just a couple, maybe two, three hours later, the officers ever so gently at 4.30 a.m. woke us up and asked us to move. It was peaceful, (laughs) totally cool. So I decided to go have breakfast, pull out my laptop, grab a chocolate caliente, spiked with an ad shot, of course, and considered how I would be showing up when I got home. What did I learn for myself about this trip? What did I learn to let, how did I learn to let go of control by allowing it to take shape in the moment, by allowing this trip to take shape in the moment, the adventures, the experiences to take shape in the moment? What did I do to allow myself to receive guidance and support from strangers? How did I show up for this adventure? See, the truth is, I was so present from start to finish that nothing phased me. I showed up cool and calm like a monk for everything that came my way with a full heart and extreme gratitude for every last bit of it. And because of that, I had everything I needed with incredible ease and grace. So I spent the day in the Lima airport working, making phone calls, connecting with clients. I actually sat in the chapel and had a conversation with Source. I surrendered in that moment to allow myself to be guided at all times by spirit, now knowing what was possible, and instantly felt something inside me shift, like big time. I now understood what it meant to be unapologetically authentic by taking this trip, to follow my intuition despite the fears and doubts of others, and I really wanted to carry that feeling with me always. However, I knew if I was not in a place of surrender to spirit, I wouldn't be able to bring that home with me. By the time my red eye was ready for boarding that night, I was so clear I'd be unstoppable that I was ready to go home and put it into action. However, due to maintenance issues, the plane that we had already boarded pulled back into the gate and we exited the plane back to the terminal, gave up our passports to get stamped back into the country and were given a room and three meals in a five-star hotel until the next available flight, which just so happened to be 24 hours from then. Will I accept an extension on my trip in a five-star hotel? Uh, yeah, of course I will. And I watched many of the Americans get pissy about the delay, cranky about not having enough answers and attempting to ruffle feathers, which kind of made me giggle inside. However, I was pretty excited about yet another level of receiving and surrendering. So despite yet another night of no sleep, there was really no need for getting upset. And on another note, I now know literally how to successfully function under sleep deprivation. So I think I leveled up. (laughs) I met some people on the bus ride to that hotel who I instantly connected and bonded with. Though I was so tired by the time I got my room key at about 5.30 in the morning, I didn't really think to connect with any contact info. And as I had already created reconnecting with my train friends, I figured this would be no different. 
So with a shower, a hot meal, and a few hours of sleep under my belt, I headed down to lunch, determined to reconnect, and I did. More Pisco Sours in an ocean view, I spent the afternoon in more great conversations with complete strangers. It was seriously a perfect way to end my impromptu trip. Along this journey, I learned about tax rates in Canada and Spain compared to the U.S. from talking to a couple students traveling also to Machu Picchu. I met a lady traveling up the mountain alone for her 63rd birthday. I met a lady traveling on vacation for the first time in six years without her laptop to work from. I gave my coffee to a homeless man who I received a beautiful blessing from in exchange. I shared my table in a busy restaurant with a Swiss man who came to Peru just to surf. I had some of the deepest, most vulnerable conversations with strangers that I've had in a very long time. And best of all, I made some really cool friends for life along the way. This trip not only showed me how to live in surrender to what's possible, it taught me that leaving things on my bucket list is like waiting to die before I finally live. And while I've accomplished enough in my life to make most people's heads spin, there's so much more to be explored. The mindset I have now is so very clear. And I'm truly looking forward to what's ahead as I will officially be embracing my inner Laura Croft from now on. <laughs>